Hey, what's up, guys? This is John Ryan Kane, too, and this is Leading the Christian Leadership Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Leading the Christian Leadership Podcast. Um, today, I'm joined by someone. She's a, a friend of mine. She's I've probably known her all of her life, I would say. Um, she She's a member of our, our church, the church that I, I now pastor. She and her family have been coming here for probably ever, right? Since you were yeah. a little I girl. I think I was like six years old, maybe. Six maybe old. maybe okay. a little less. Yeah, so uh, a, a long time. Most of my life. <laughs> yeah, a long time. And um, she's actually currently working with our, our young adult ministry uh, here at our church, but that's not really what I want to talk about. I, I want to focus more on what she's doing on social media. Uh, she's actually um, a social media influencer, specifically on Instagram, and uh, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. But before anything else, I just want to say thank you, Miranda, for being with me. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Um, thanks for the uh, patience because I, we were having. I was having some technical difficulties here with my little rig, and I had Miranda just kind of there for like 20 minutes, just <laughs> on her phone, you know, working on her phone, I, I imagine. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for your patience. Um, and I want to I kind of just dive right in um, to, to what you're doing. And um, have you ever done a podcast before? No, this is actually my first time doing a podcast, which is kind of it's exciting, but it's also very nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Um, you, you've done, I've seen recently that you did like some, some talks like at, at some schools. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually at uh, Yes Prep and we spoke about influence, um, the social media world and how it affects, you know, teenagers nowadays and things like that. So if I think this is nerve wracking, that was like on a whole other level because yeah. my heart was like going to bust out of my chest at any time. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Um, what, what, what's, what's kind of like your, your message when you, when you talk to, to that group? Uh, is, is it what, middle school, high school? They were in high school. They were okay. actually seniors. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you, what do you talk to them about? I mean, obviously, I guess social media in general, but like what's your, I think one of our main topics was um, image on okay. social media and how it can affect them when they go into college or they're searching for a job sure. and how to just maintain that to where it's not, you know, it doesn't look bad on them later right. on. Yeah. Um, social media is definitely a part of our world and our culture these days, and we're influenced by it. All the, all the, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. And um, so I'm, I'm, Wanting to to you know kind of get your insight on how you're doing social media, how you're doing, um, you're influencing as um, as a Christian, you know, as a as a uh, godly woman, you you want to rightly represent uh, you know Christ um, as we all should in anything that we do, even if it's not particularly like uh, a ministry, right? Yeah. Um, you still want to represent Christ well. So that's that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, and I, I want to kind of go back a little bit to how you got into it. I, I will say that uh, I think it was like two years ago. I was at home, 
and I was strolling, you know, scrolling through my Instagram feed and I saw one of your posts and uh, I noticed that it had like 1200 likes and I was like, dang, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of a lot compared to some of my other friends, you know, my, my other friends are getting like, you know, 12 likes here and there. Um, and, and so I was like, dang, that, that's a lot. And, um, I, I, I guess I was at this point kind of oblivious to what you were doing on social media because I don't, I, I'm not into women's fashion, you know, <laughs> so like I, I just followed you because you're, you're, you're my friend. Um, and so I, I saw that and I, I clicked on your, on your profile and I saw that you had, you were celebrating like one year of social media, in, uh, Instagram influencing and you, you had like 25,000, um, followers and I, I know that it's gone up since then but I was like dang she's okay she's she's doing something in this space and um so I thought this would be a perfect op- opportunity to to kind of bring you in and and talk about what you're doing so kind of just give me a little bit of of an introduction um as to how you got in that in that space oh wow yeah I you saying you know celebrating one year that that was a while back mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. it's good to kind of remember that uh, but it it all kind of just happened by accident. It was never really, you know, it wasn't really my goal or anything like that. I think at that point it was barely starting to like, um, become a thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I knew that I wanted to kind of share a little bit more on fashion tips and things like that, because I would get, you know, friends or people here at church, like, Oh, I like this or I like that, you know? And, So when I started posting pictures, that's, you know, the feedback that I would get would be like, oh, I love, you know, what you're wearing or where did you get it and things like that. So social media just kind of made that a lot easier Mm -hmm. to be able to tell, you know, maybe 50 people like, hey, you know, this is where I got uh, my dress or my shoes or, you know, things like that. And it just kind of started growing out of nowhere. I (laughs) I was I was not expecting it um, when. When we were, I remember um, when I was celebrating my one year, I, I was still in awe of like what it really was. I didn't, I didn't know, you know, the analytics part. I mm. didn't know, you know, that, that I could get paid yeah. a certain amount. Like I had no idea. I was oblivious to it yeah. all. But, you know, seeing where it's going, I, I'm so happy with it. I, it's something that I love to do. Yeah. How, how did you get to that? point like was it like a big spike like kind of like you know how youtube videos go viral like they Mm -hmm. post it and then all of a sudden they wake up the next day and it's like gotten like hundreds of thousands of views is that kind (laughs) of how it went down for you no i wish (laughs) that would have been nice yeah um no actually it was a lot it took a lot of patience Mm -hmm. to be honest with you because you know when i started i was maybe at like 300 followers at the most. And it was just like friends and family. It wasn't anybody like out there. Um, So when we go there, I was just like, um, okay, where do I go from now? Like, how do I grow? Because, you know, you just, I didn't know where to start, to be honest with you. (laughs) I was like, okay, so if, you know, if I do this, you know, they have your YouTube, like how to, right. how to grow your following and stuff like that. And reality is like, they all tell you the same thing, mm-hmm. which is like post constantly. Okay. So I realized growth or I realized that it started growing when I started to post a little bit more. Okay. And from there, it just kind of took off and wow. that's where we're at. <laughs> has, 
has it changed? Has um, like the I guess the same techniques that you were using, you know, years three years ago when you started. I don't know how long it's been since you you've been doing yeah, it. About three ish, four, four yeah. years, something like that. Has has uh, has Instagram like changed much? Like. Uh, when it comes to strategy of, of, of growth? Because I know that you, they used to say like, you know, the right hashtags and yeah, post a lot. Um, is that still, is that still an effective way to, to grow? Yes. I think those are definitely, um, the two main factors to just continue to post continuously and to, um, use your hashtags, mm-hmm. but the algorithm has changed. So the whole okay. Instagram game has completely changed. It has really affected a lot of us. Um, but there's a lot. What I do like that they do now is that they give you your analytics. So they tell you, okay, if you post at, at around this time, then you know this is when your audience is right. logged on. So that's something that definitely helps. Uh, I would also say Instagram stories. That is, I think, the most popular thing. I think it's even more popular than the post itself. Mm-hmm. I catch myself watching stories all the time. Okay. Like I have seen, it's funny because I follow a girl on there. Her name's Ariel from something Navy. And I see her little girl growing up mm-hmm. and I have been following her for years and watching her stories. I feel so much more connected to her. So I definitely think that that's a factor in, you know, where Instagram is out and grow now and yeah. growing. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Cause people like, mm-hmm. I know Melissa, my wife, she loves following random people but she likes she, she likes the uh their life you know like mm-hmm. um so you have to kind of be good at storytelling right if, yes. and a story worth worth people wanting to to follow um and that's i feel like you know that's an effective way uh, to gain a following because people just want kind of a piece piece of that i follow people um i i would say i always kind of jokingly but not really joking because it's it's not a joke like the rock uh the rock is like uh, since since i was a kid he's i've been in one of his biggest you know biggest fans and um obviously there's not every aspect of his life that i want to um i want to see or or i want to replicate in my own life but there you know as like an entrepreneur or you know just his success i think there's little bits and pieces that people like to um apply into their to their own lives right um, and so you're doing that with uh, f- fashion? Yes. Um, I actually am able to share, you know, a little bit of what I like to wear, but I'm also able to share tips on, you know, we don't all have the same body type, right? So um, being able to advise somebody on what to wear and allowing them to feel comfortable within themselves, I think that is also a big thing as mm-hmm. into what I do. Okay. And so that's kind of your, I guess, your message, right, um, is to kind of promote a healthy self, self-image, self is that yes. what you'd say? Yeah. yeah. I think one thing that, you know, I love fashion. I mean, I think it's a whole artistry within itself. Mm-hmm. But my main love for this is how it makes a person feel. You know, it's so easy to use fashion as an excuse to allow someone to have, to be more confident or to have a better... Um, view of themselves and you know just with a piece of clothing like Mm -hmm. how simple is that right um i just i love that about fashion okay and um so i'm 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 glad that you shared some of those tips um earlier about um growing because i think social media is definitely a way that people 
can get their voice heard, mm. uh, especially especially these days. Um, are you doing anything else on um, like Twitter or, or YouTube, or is it mainly Instagram? It's mainly Instagram, but I also have a YouTube account. I recently got a vlogging camera and I vlogged my first like event mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so awkward to not go watch it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, it's something that I've always liked. I've been actually in high school. I used to be in a broadcast and journalism class. Okay. So we had an entire show on Fridays, but we had to do everything from the um, recording to the to the editing, everything, everything and that happens behind the scenes, we had to do. Yeah. So it's something that I also love to do. So here and there, I'll jump into YouTube and record something. Okay. Um, so I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you this question, and I don't want you to feel obligated to answer in a certain way. I just, you know, just be, be truthful. Um, I <laughs> want to ask you if, if you think that this is, if you were called to this, or if it's more of... You know, something that you're passionate about um, and you're just you're using it to to the best of your ability. I, I think and the reason I wanted to pose this question is I think a lot of people get stuck in kind of a uh, um, a spiritual analysis paralysis where they kind of become inactive because they're waiting for, you know, God's like stamp of approval on every aspect of of their life. And while I do believe that there are some things that God will call people to, and there are certain positions that I think require a calling, I don't necessarily think that everything requires a direct calling from God. I think I think we're able to do what we're passionate about and just be responsible with it. For example, this this podcast, um, this this is a podcast that I wanted to do uh, for for like a year already. Um, it was just something that's kind of been on my on my heart. Um, but I didn't want to jump right into it right away because you know how sometimes we just go, we, we think yeah. we have a good idea and then we, we do it on a whim and then it just, it doesn't go anywhere. So I actually, I actually prayed about it. I said, God, if this is really something that you wouldn't mind me doing, um, let it just kind of marinate in me. And you know, if it doesn't go away, uh, then I'll, I'll, I'll pick it. I'll do it at some point. And sure enough, it, it kind of just kept on the desire kind of kept on building and growing in me. And, uh, um, I, I started to have a clearer vision, but I, I wouldn't say that it was a calling. I, I didn't hear from God. You know, he didn't yeah. say, Ryan, I need you to start a podcast and call it the <laughs> leading podcast. You know, um, it's just something that I, I kind of was passionate about and I wanted to do it for, you know, for my own spirit, you know, spiritual growth and leadership growth and to be able to share with other people. So again, I know that was kind of a long question, but do you <laughs> think that this aspect of your life, uh, was it something that you were called to by God or is it just something that you kind of um, stumbled into and and now you're choosing to use it you know responsibly I honestly it's I do not see it as a calling Um, I do see it though as something that's tied into my calling okay Um, I think for a long time like you know you mentioned there's you have your ups and downs as to hey God is this really what I should be doing Mm -hmm. so I went through like a rut I guess and I didn't know. I kept asking God, like, is this, am I just wasting my time? Like, is this something that you want me to do? Like, um, although I was passionate about it, I didn't have peace at that time. Um, And it wasn't until I started praying and I started asking God to kind of, you know, give me not a sign, but, you know, give me peace. If it was his will, then I would continue to do it. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't, then I wouldn't, you know? Um, So when 
that happened, you know, God kind of started tying everything together. Like why it is I was doing this, you know, why, you know, he took me into certain um, ministries Mm -hmm. as well. And everything just, you know, it all kind of, it's crazy how God works. You know, you wouldn't think that, you know, being on social media or influencing with fashion Mm -hmm. would ever tie into my actual calling. Mm -hmm. And when it all kind of like tied in and, and it's crazy because I remember being in church and your mom came and she like gave me a word and it was like, what, you know, because yeah. <laughs> it was exactly, you know, what I had been praying about and hearing that it was just like God's stamp of approval. Like you're doing what something that's leading up to what I want you to do. And having that was so amazing. It brought peace and and I love it. Like I said, I it's something that I've fashion is always something that I've been passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so I that's I wouldn't say, like I said, it's not a calling, yeah. but it's definitely what ties into my calling. Right. And I mean, do do you see it do you see it as a form of your personal ministry? Um, because I, I think that's also a, another another thing worth noting. Um, that some some people hesitate to go all in in something if it's because they, they feel like, oh, well, this isn't, it's not a ministry. It's not, um, you know, I feel like I'm running away from my ministry if I choose to go and like start a business or start, you know, uh, a blog or, or a, a podcast or, or whatever it is. Um, so, it, I mean, it, can this be used as, as kind of your personal ministry? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I don't, I was, I guess you can say, um, lucky enough to it kind of tied into it, but I've also been in other positions to where like, for example, I substitute in a school Mm -hmm. and that has nothing to do with, you know, fashion. It's completely different, but I have noticed that whatever it is that if it's God's will, it all kind of ties back to it. Yeah. You know, whether it's your career, whether it's a business, you know, it all kind of, it all kind of ties in together. I know we spoke about this in our young adults class about um, how God works in mysterious ways. For example, my cousin, Martha, um, she is an architect, right? And God spoke to her in a mad, in a crazy way, which I found out yesterday and it completely shocked me. <laughs> um but, you know, you wouldn't exactly be like, okay, well, my career ties into my ministry. Mm-hmm. Like how, you know, being an architect, how would that tie into being, you know, involved in the church? And as you know, she's working with the Go movement right. and, you know, you guys are being able to build this school. And she has been playing a big part in that because God led her to be, you know, an architect. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 a good point. That's a really good point, and that's kind of the nature of this podcast. And the reason I wanted to do it was because, and I, I didn't want to direct it at, at solely like church ministry, mm-hmm. um, and because I think when we think of Christian leaders, that's kind of what we we tend to go to. We we think okay, pastors, uh, missionaries, evangelists, preachers, stuff like that. But in reality, is we're called to lead as Christians, as the light of the world, and that is in any aspect of, of our lives. So in our social lives, in our work lives, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to be dedicated uh, to, to a career that's not directly tied to like a church ministry, right? Yeah. Um, that, that is still, you know, you're still able to lead people 
to Christ um, through whatever it is that you're doing. Obviously, unless it's, uh, you know, something crazy where it's like <laughs> not, you shouldn't be doing that, right? Out there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty out there. Um, but that's that's good, yeah, because I, I think a lot of people kind of, again, they kind of get stuck in that um, spiritual analysis paralysis where they're like, God, what do you what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do church ministry? Do you want me to, you know, be a, a missionary? And, and this is for the, I mean, I'm saying this because for a long time I, I kind of struggled with this. Like, God, do you, um, because I... I enjoy, you know, business. I, I've, I've started a, a few businesses. I'm, I'm, I still kind of dabble in, in um, investments, and I just, I like that, you know. But the, you kind of get to a point where, like, man, okay, am I doing this for myself? And you start to kind of question your own motives and stuff like that. Um, but you, you come to realize that you can still, you know, shine your light for for Christ and whatever you're you're doing even if it's not directly tied uh to a ministry and uh, so that again that's that's kind of the nature of this podcast is how we lead in various aspects of our lives even if it's not directly tied to you know our traditional view of ministry you know what i mean um okay so let me let me ask you um i want to ask about haters (laughs) because uh they exist right They're, they're they're usually a a problem and they definitely come to light on social media. I mean, we see that like crazy on YouTube comments, on Facebook comments, yeah. and all these discussions. And and uh, I mean, you can't you can't go to a, a viral you know video or, or a meme without there being a an argument in the comment section. Um, <laughs> and so I imagine I don't know maybe you had have to deal with uh, your your own share of of haters. I don't, I don't know. Is that has that been an issue for you? Uh, if I'm being honest, I feel like I've gotten a lot more spam than haters, okay, okay. <laughs> but I have gotten a few. Um, I at that point I was like, really? Like, are you really doing that? That's it's mm-hmm. not nice. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess as a Christian, you kind of like learn to just, eh, you know, like shake it off a bit because it's not, it's not coming from someone. Um, that that's like contributing anything to you yeah yeah any value to you um like for example i i up, i would upload my videos and then i i remember one time and this kind of it was my first i guess hate um and it hurt my feelings mm-hmm. and i had just uploaded a video and i got like a dislike i didn't even have a like i had a dislike though okay and i was like well gee thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know little by little it's just like okay just to not spend as much time thinking about the negative because you're not only going to get haters like online, but also physically like people around you or people that you speak to. And with that, what I've learned to do is just listen and take the good things that they said. You Mm -hmm. know, if they were talking about one of your pictures and, you know, they said, Oh, it was a little too crazy for me or something like that. And, you know, you listen because at the end of the day, you know, they're the ones that are seeing what you're posting. Right. So you do want to kind of take what they say into yeah. consideration. But if they're tearing you down, yeah. I I don't think it's something to pay mind to. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, I guess, shake it off a bit. And yeah. it's it is what it is. That's what they think. Fine. <laughs> and, and the the thing is, the more the more you get exposed to a certain you know, audience, a certain number of people, um, you're going to have more 
trolls, as they call them, yeah. <laughs> um, pop up, and they're going to, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna tear you down because for for whatever reason, maybe it's they're 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 jealous, maybe they just like hating on people. Um, I I read a I read a book. Um, the author, I, I think the book the book was called The Ten X Rules from uh, Grant Cardone. It's it's a business it's a business book, um, but uh, basically he said that he, in his life he got a lot of a lot of haters. And that's usually what happens when, when you're getting to a certain level of, 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 of success and you're, you know, you're obtaining your, your goals and your dreams. Um, and he's kind of learned to welcome the haters. And he's, he, he basically, I, there's one line in, in his book that he says, um, I love haters. If you've got 10, get yourself 20. Like he's, <laughs> because, you know, that, that kind of like fuels, that fuels him. And I think that's kind of the mindset that we have to kind of put ourselves in. Obviously, we don't want to, we don't want haters. We don't want to yeah. offend people to get haters. But um, you know, if we're doing what we think is is right, and and we're we're giving a hundred percent, and you know, we have good intentions about everything, and especially you know, if it's if it's related to um, any type of you know personal ministry, and you're giving everything that you have to God, um, just just let them let them hate, right? Yeah. Basically, that's, that's all you can. That's all you can do and, and pay them no mind. It is hurtful. And I imagine that that one dislike. <laughs> and the, the thing is, you, you can have like all these likes and all this, all this uh-huh. love. And then you have one person that's bringing you down. And that's the one that draws you in like 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 a black hole. Like, yeah. like all ouch. this. Right. All this good around you. And you're focusing on on the one thing that that hurt you. And, um, it, you know, if it is your first time um, experiencing that, it. it probably is going to be hurtful. Um, Mm -hmm. But you have to get to a point where it's like, okay, this is just, it's a part of life. And if I have haters, it's probably because I'm doing something good. Yeah. And then after, you know, after a while you even, it's like, I forgive you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, whatever it is, if you didn't like it, then okay. It it was probably even someone like who didn't like fashion and it was just like, man, right. You know, probably if it wasn't a big deal. Uh, I know for me it was because I was just starting off. So it was like, ouch. But um, after a while, it's like, okay, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's fine. And I think, I think uh, the fear of of haters and the fear of, of uh, people not really approving or liking what you're doing, I think that is a huge um, block that, that gets people started. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I like in anything, in anything that they want to do. Like people just hesitate to get started because they're so scared of what people might think. Yes, definitely. I I have found myself in that situation where I've been very iffy with certain things. And, and it's been that. It's, you know, getting the approval of other people, which reality is that if if God is given his stamp of approval, then you know what? The rest is like, leave it to him. Right. And like my mom, she always taught me, you know, pray, pray for them. Cause if they're really having to like show that or portray that negativity, then something's wrong there's, with there's them. There's reason. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and social media is, I mean, it's, it's more personal, I think, because you're putting your image out there. I mean, literally you're putting your face yeah. <laughs> out there and, and your thoughts and your voice. And, um, you know, when you do that, you, you kind of do expose yourself to the possibility of getting, um, you know, getting some negative feedback, but that's just kind of a part of it. And I don't think that that should stop anyone from pursuing their, you know, their passions and their dreams and just, just go for it. And 
you know, if there's a piece of advice that I could give anyone who's kind of there in limbo and they're like, I don't know if I should do it because what are people going to think? Uh, just, just do it. Like it doesn't like that's, that's Nike's famous you know, yeah. you- slogan. <laughs> just, just do it. Like stop, stop thinking about it. Um, you're, you're going to, you're going to end up, you know, creating more value by doing what you, what you want to do than you would if you just never did it. Right. Yeah. Even though, you know, even though if, if, you know, you put yourself in this little uh, bubble and don't do anything, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to get any haters. Everyone's going to love me and they're going to like me. Um, but what are you really contributing to the world? You know, yeah. there's, there's, not, there's not something worth doing that won't accompany hate. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I, I did also want to kind of ask a, a, a question that is kind of relates to that, uh, that same question, because, okay, so you are, you're obviously, you're a Christian, that's why you're on this show, <laughs> um, you're, you're a woman of God, you want to rightly represent Christ, um, is there a line that has to be drawn um, by what you're able to, I guess, just bluntly wear, you know, um, because you, you kind of, and, and I've seen your, I've seen your posts, I mean, you promote modest, you know, modesty, mm-hmm. Um, and that's not the case for a lot of, you know, Instagrammers, um, because people are very, uh, visual and people respond to certain things, certain level of, of, uh, skin, you know? (laughs) And so I think there's a lot of, and this is both men and women, but specifically women who, um, kind of take advantage of that and they just kind of take it a little bit. Overboard for, for the likes, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. posting certain um, certain pictures for for the likes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so obviously you as, as a Christian, you're trying to say, hey, look, um, as as a woman, you can dress as, as you girls say cute and, <laughs> and and still be, you know, still be modest. Mm-hmm. Right. And still have some self-respect. Yeah. Um, what do, do you but do you ever get any people that are like, oh, no, she's. That's that's too much, or that that's overboard, or, or no. I I think I've been able to find a good balance um, because I I started to kind of bring it to like, okay, um, am I feeling convicted for like mm-hmm. putting this picture out there, yeah. or do I feel conviction if I'm wearing these shorts or this dress, you know, things like that. But it wasn't always like that. So when I first started, um, I would wear whatever. I mean, I am very petite, very tiny. So there's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so um, I didn't see it as a big deal until, you know, my mom would kind of tell me and I've always been very outspoken. So when she would tell me, I was just like, okay, but that's on me, you know, and little by little, I started to realize, okay, that doesn't look that nice, you know, and. When, when I entered the whole social media world, that's whenever I realized that, hey, it's not just you that's seeing these pictures now. You know, I, like I said, I work in a school. I was also working with the, I still work with the kids here at church and I was working with the teenagers. Mm-hmm. So that area within itself is very tricky because you are, you know, they're watching you. Yeah. You know, any teenager now has a social media account. So when that happened, I was like, okay, well, I need to kind of take a step back and see what I should and shouldn't post. Because like you said, it is very easy to kind of 
fall into the whole, you know, um, being exposed. Posting, posting for likes. Yeah, 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 posing for likes. And um, seeing, you know, seeing that it's so easy for, specifically for a woman to just kind of go out there and maybe put on a, a bathing suit and portray a sexual <laughs> image right. rather than, a, you know, the bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Um that that's where it gets really, really tricky. Right. And you, like I said, I had to ask myself a lot of times, like, is this something that I would want people to see? And I learned from another blogger. Um, I went to one of her events and she said, this is something that I struggle with as well because she's also a Christian. And, you know, you're not only struggling with the pressure of not knowing whether to post or not, but you're struggling with the pressure of brands like, hey, I'll pay you this much if you post this. Mm, yeah. So struggling with that as well. And she said, when you're feeling like you're questioning a picture, think about it. What would my parents say? <laughs> that's a good, that's <laughs> um, a good one. What would my grandparents say? <laughs> and, you know, and if you have to question that, then there's your answer. Because if you go ahead and post it, um, little by little, you're going to become more comfortable into doing that. And then you're going to lose the essence of being you. Right. So that, her name's Jessie. She's amazing. You guys should go follow her. And she just, that, when she said that, I was like, wow, that's, you know, everything I needed to hear in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's great because you don't, you never want to compromise yourself um, because of what society demands. And we we all know that, you know, the, the U.S. is one of the most... Um, what's the word I can use? Uh, we we dress very revealing compared to other parts of the world. I mean, mm-hmm. and I go to, I you know I go to the uh, Eastern Hemisphere a lot. Um, and they're completely different. They're complete. I mean, you got skirts down to to the ankles, and yeah. <laughs> and you can't even even show your you know your your toes sometimes. And and then you come to you know the U.S. and it's completely completely different. And I yeah. mean, it's it, it's everyone. I mean, it's it, it's Christians, it's non Christians, um, and uh, you, you so so you still want to maintain uh, you know a level of of modesty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even being in this in this culture where. Um, you can pretty much wear close to nothing in, in, in and it's some, fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's okay. Um, and I think that that kind of, that's part of your ministry, you know, and I don't, I'm sure you realize it, but, um, that's the reason that I brought you on here because that is your form of, of leadership where you're, you're getting all of this, uh, this, these eyes, right. Um, to your profile and to what you're posting and you're, you're influencing them, in some way, and and so because of that, because you have that following, that gives you a little bit of power, right? Uh, it gives you the power to kind of make people think uh, a certain way. I mean, and not that they always will, but you have you have a little bit of that leverage because they're already following you, right? And mm-hmm. so you can vouch for something, um, and uh, you know people might say, okay, well, if she's vouching for it, then then maybe I can I can do it too, or I can wear it too. Um, so you're you're conscious about the responsibility that you have, and that's good. And that's what I you know I would encourage to anyone in any type of you know leadership position. Maybe maybe it's not on Instagram. Maybe you're not. Maybe you don't even have social media in your in your <laughs> life. Um, but maybe you're like you're a manager, and people look to you as as their leader. Um, how do you want to be represented, right? Um, as as a person, 
as a man or a woman of God. So that's something that I think that we should just always think about in, in our leadership aspects of our, of our lives. Um, I don't know if you want to add anything else to that. No, yeah, that, that's definitely it. Um, and that's something that I've always realized is that no matter where you are, someone's always looking at you, like whether it's, you know, your children, your family members, it can even be, you know, your grandparents, you know, adults, they're, they're still, you know, everybody still has a learning process, you know? So you, as a person, as a Christian, you know, you have that responsibility over you. And a lot of times we don't, maybe we feel a little bit too much pressure, but then sometimes we just don't see it at all. So finding a good balance within that, I feel like that is very important. Yeah. Good. Um, I know that you have a lot of other friends um, in the same space. Yes. I don't know if all of them are believers or, or, or not. Um, what do you What do you think is the major j- difference between you and maybe people that don't believe um, how you believe, but you're doing the same thing? So you're, you're you're both in the same space, but one is not trying to be conscious of you know representing Christ. Yeah. I think with fashion, it's it's a little harder to tell a difference. But when it comes down to the relationships that you're creating with your followers, I think that's where it comes down to. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people message me and, you know, it, it started off with fashion advice and, and then it led to, you know, being able to give them words of encouragement, being able to tell them that I would pray for them. And, you know, that's where I feel like it creates a big difference mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you can have people give you as much fashion advice as possible. But if, you know, if at the end of the day, they're not able to see, you know, why you're doing that or why you're hurting or why, you know, all these other factors that that tie into why you may not be comfortable dressing the way that you're dressing, um, uh, then that's when, you know, it 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 creates that boundary between, you know, a Christian and a non-Christian. Yeah. Okay. Now on the other, on the other end, like uh, the people that follow you mm-hmm. that aren't Christian, um, or maybe they, they, maybe they're just not religious at all. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe you have some atheist followers. Um, there's a lot of atheists out there these days. And um, so what, what about them? Because they're, they're obviously, they're following you for your, your fashion tips and advice. Um, but how can you still maintain your, you know, representing Christ um, while still influencing those that don't believe in Christ? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with that, I, I find that, you know, as Christians, sometimes we overcomplicate the idea of being a Christian. Okay. And with that being said, I mean, you know, you're able to show Christ's like features with something as simple as loving someone right. or showing them, you know, that there's hope with positivity and things like that. So being able to share that with people who are non-believers and, you know, you, you have that connection, which when you have that connection, then later on you're able to kind of build it to a point where you'll be able to speak to them about Christ. And it's not so like, okay, I'm trying to shove Christ down your throat type of thing. (laughs) You know, it, it creates that, you know, the bond, I guess you can say, or the, that, like I said, that connection. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 really good um, because as as Christians, especially those that aren't in like a like in a ministry position, mm-hmm. uh, again uh, ministry as in the traditional um, view of it, like church ministry, 
I think it is, um, we, we do overcomplicate it. Uh, and, and we feel like we have to, I don't know, maybe preach to, to someone you every day at, <laughs> at the workplace. And, and maybe, you know, if, if, if God is calling you to do that, if God is leading you to do that, definitely do that. Yeah. But there are still other ways that we can represent Christ. Um, and the biggest way I, I would say is by our, our character, right? Yeah. Um, so is the way that you're conducting yourself the way that you know, Christ would have you behave. Are you are you blowing up all the time because you get angry? Um, <laughs> <The> haters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting angry at those haters, and and you're you're kind of retaliating. You're showing uh, kind of like vengeance, right? Uh, how, how basically just think? How am I representing Christ just by my very character? Am I showing love? Am I showing kindness? Am I showing joy? Am I always am I always mopey and always down all the time? Um, because those aren't things that that's not really how we would represent Christ. You know, Christ is he's he's the giver of life. He's the giver of joy and peace, even in unjoyful circumstances. Right? Uh, I think that we're still able to maintain some level of of joy and peace even in those situations. So things like that, you know, those are just examples. And I think that's, you know, it sounds like uh, what you're, what you're saying as well. Um, You can still show Christ um, even when people aren't so open to hearing a a message about Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, I want to just kind of start wrapping up here. Um, First of all, once again, thank you for, for being here. I think this was a, a really good, a really good episode because you know it. It kind of you're my first you're, you're my first guest that isn't um, that we're not talking about like church ministry, um, and it's it's very it's very practical because there's a lot of Christians, probably the majority of Christians that aren't in church ministry, um, but there are still ways that we show and lead people to Christ, and so that's I mean that's really the whole nature of me wanting to begin this podcast in the first place, and um, so you you did a. You did a pretty good job. <laughs> good job, Miranda. Uh, we'll probably have you back on again. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to kind of leave anyone with? Um, word of encouragement to anyone? Yeah, I, I. First off, thank you for having me as well. I enjoyed it. I was very, very skeptical. I guess I was like, "Am I gonna? Is this gonna be a complete fail?" <laughs> <laughs> but. I one thing I did want to share with, you know, anyone who's wanting to get into this industry, I, you know, go for it. I know that right now it may be a little intimidating, especially with um, with how the algorithm on Instagram is going. (laughs) Uh, But being able to kind of share a little more about yourself and be able to just express yourself with some with this, which is to me is a form of, you know, expressing myself and. Um, you're you're opening doors to other opportunities, you know, right. opportunities that I myself didn't see coming. And um, if God brings this to your heart, then go for it. And if you need advice, message me. I'm always <laughs> always down to talk to people. So yeah. again, thank you guys. Awesome. Um, what what is your uh, your Instagram? What, my, what do they call that handle? My yeah, right. my handle. Okay. Man, I'm I'm old, I guess. <laughs> uh, my Instagram handle is Miranda G Style. I have I actually have two, one in Spanish and one is bilingual. But my my main one is Miranda G Style. So that's where you'll see all of my 
outfit posts and me being silly with my dog, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, go follow her and, and connect with her. Um, she's, uh, she's an awesome, awesome woman of God. And she's, you know, she's fashionable. And uh, <laughs> she, she buys, uh, she, her, her and her mom are always buying my little girl, Layla. Um, the, I, I hate saying this word cute <laughs> because it just doesn't make me sound very masculine, but uh, they are really the cutest outfits. <laughs> and Layla shows up like, you know, she's a, she's royalty because of how they dress her. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, for fashion advice um, or just, you know, to, to follow someone uh, that's that's uh, influencing this generation of, of young women, um, go follow Miranda Gloria. She's, a, uh, she's an awesome person. And so, once again, thank you, Miranda, and um, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.